Welcome to the Pleasure Seeker Podcast. I'm your host, Lydia Feldman, sex and pleasure coach, and this podcast is here to remind you of your natural birthright as a pleasure seeker so you can go create your most turned on life. Mamas, if you're ready to stop riding in the backseat of your own life, listen on. Hello, 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 my pleasure seeking friends, my pleasure seekers. <laughs> um, okay, so I hope you're having a great week. I love you all. I am literally, I've been trying to record this for um, an hour, and there's been a lot of drama at my house with screaming small children. So we're going to fingers crossed that we can get through this without any major interruptions because Sunday mornings never know what's going to happen, folks. So um, I want to talk about, I mean, it's January, right? So we're all maybe having some goals, maybe considering more pleasure, maybe considering some body things that we want to work on or change. And, you know, I've talked a lot about kind of how we can best approach these goals in a way of like, how do I want to feel once I get that goal? And can I start feeling that right now in order to help that process go a little smoother, help create that goal a little faster and really clean up why I even want that goal. Because if you want to weigh 10 pounds less, totally fine and optional. And you also can feel abundant and free and sexy without having to lose the weight. We can do both. So we can always just be reassessing why we have the goals that we have. So I've created a three-part series that I want to just implement you know, this month of just how to just create these goals as like a foundation of who you are becoming. So I frame this in like how to feel sexier, how to be sexier, and really it's in the bigger picture, I think is how to be a pleasured woman, like how you are not just on the outside, a picture perfect, you know, magazine cover lady, <laughs> whatever you imagine that sexy to be, but that you are actually feeling and imbibing the essence of your most pleasured self. So whatever you have, whatever goals you have, weight loss or exercising more or meditating, doing yoga, or even like more leisure time, like travel plans, I want you to be thinking, how does this build into me as a pleasured woman? Not just me as a skinnier woman or me as a, um, you know, calmer person, more meditated or meditative or more uh, enlightened, just like this version of me of who I'm becoming. So I want to break it down into three separate like ideas, three separate sessions, if you will, of how these three pillars are helpful in creating that pleasured woman that you want to become. So the first part I would say is your mindset. And that really underpins everything. But I want you to think each of these pillars can, they're 
equally important and intertwining. They all support one another. So the first piece I would say is mindset. And we'll talk about that today. The second piece is uh, creating pleasure right now in this moment before you have all the mindset pieces perhaps. And before, you know, you can just start right now. You don't have to be at any goal or certain weight or anything. You, your relationship status, you can be pleasured now. And the third piece is being mindful of your surroundings, the relationships that you're surrounding yourself with and kind of like the, the way you are in your body right now. So kind of like the visuals that you're taking in, your style, your environment, those kinds of like the context in which you are living. So mindset, pleasure now, context and surroundings. So they were in about mindset which is really like my favorite thing to talk about. <laughs> I just think it's like, when I found out that thoughts create feelings, I, like it was not obviously a new concept, but to me, I felt like my mind was being like blown, blown up. I was like, wait, mind melt. What? My thoughts are involved here. I have thoughts that create feelings. Like the world isn't just happening to me, that I am an active part of my own emotional vibrancy and that I can have some impact in that area. So when we think about feeling pleasure as an emotion, feeling sexy, feeling confident, a lot of times we go to the outside world to try and like fit in or like take things from the outside world that help us feel a certain way. So let's just take the, the example of feeling sexy. So when you think about um, sexy, like what does that word even conjure up in your brain? And it might be like a specific shape, like the hourglass figure or like perfectly shaped hips or a flat stomach or like a certain weight on a scale. Like, oh, that's sexy. This is like my, like, okay. The, the construct that your brain starts describing is like outside, maybe it's like magazine cover, Victoria's Secret model. Maybe it's uh, like this version of how your body used to look like, oh man, in college, that was like, I was like working out a lot. And that's that version of me. That was sexy. That was a sexy time of my life. Um, and maybe it's like thinking of a, an image or an attitude of maybe someone else, a celebrity, Marilyn Monroe or Betty Page, kind of like, like these classic, iconic, sexy women. Um, Jessica Rabbit, maybe. <laughs> um, or like Beyonce, like this like really fiery, ignited, fully embodied woman. And we, our brain goes to solve for that, right? It's like out there. What do I need to do? What do I need to collect to create this image and put it on top of me and become this from like grabbing outside of myself? So what, you know, that's not a problem. And that's honestly how we experiment sometimes with like trying new things on and uh, figuring out what's going to work for us. But the problem with that is that we can then sometimes put all of our energy out there and it's like, I need to lose the weight before I can feel sexy because skinny is sexy. I need to do more squats to get my 
bubble butt because bubble butts are sexy. I have to save my money to get the expensive lingerie to then flaunt it and wear it in a way that appears sexy. So all of this really is like from the outside lens, looking at yourself and judging, does this fit the criteria of the outside world context of sexy? And even within the context of your relationship, you might be thinking, well, in the newness of my relationship, I felt sexy. So my relationship has to change for me to be sexy, for me to feel that like spark and that desire and that ignited So either my relationship has to change. We have to like get a new relationship and be in this like fiery hot zone or like I've got, we've got to do therapy or we've got to do, you know, we've got to go on a couple's retreat or we have to go on a vacation. We have to do, 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 do all the things out there and just hoping our internal world will turn on a little bit. So this is just normal, right? This is a normal brain solving for the problems outside of us. And when we talk about mindset, what I'm talking about is your brain, like the, the sentences in your brain that run through like ticker tape, 60,000 sentences a day that just kind of, it's like our brain working, our conscious brain working. And then there's like kind of that sub layer that They're just like the belief systems that we have that we're not necessarily even consciously thinking. Like the water that we swim in, that thin is better. That symmetrical features equals beauty. So if I've got a crooked tooth, that's not beautiful. I need to fix it. And then I will be beautiful. I will feel sexy. I will feel acceptable. And you know, race falls, falls into this category. Like the color of your skin, the the texture of your hair, the, the wideness of like the depth or like the, yeah, the wideness of your hips, the smoothness of the skin. And so some of those are just like concepts that we believe and like, we don't even question them. So I want you just to think, all right, there are conscious beliefs and then there's stuff way, way back there that might take some digging up, but the work is how can I hear the thoughts that are not serving me that make me feel unsexy, the thoughts that I have, that I hold, that I don't even question, that are wreaking havoc on my body, on my life, and just creating the result of like displeasure. And um, ultimately what we wanna do is find the wiggle room in those thoughts and create new thoughts, like an identity shift of who I am as a woman who I am becoming, this pleasured woman that doesn't have quite the same hangups, quite the same like roadblocks in our brain to blocking pleasure. Because even if you're doing all the things, it's like all the weight loss and then you've lost the weight and then you've got the, you know, the proper gut health because you're eating probiotic foods and you're, um, exercising every morning and you now have great triceps and you don't have that underarm dingle dangle that I call it, the like (laughs) wobbly underarm that you're like, oh, then I'll feel sexy. But the thing is you may change all those things and you just have to look to the celebrity world to know these perfectly sculpted bodies that 
their brain is telling them not enough, not good enough, not sexy enough, not young enough. I'm going to go do some surgery, even with this like sculpted airbrushed body, like they still have thoughts. So that identity shift has to happen. That mindset shift, just thinking different thoughts on a daily basis, mining, mining them for just what's serving you. This is our work, my friends. It's so fun. And it's like, a, like we're scientists in our own brain. Like, whoa, that was just hanging out in there. And I didn't even realize it um, because we can change our bodies. We can figure out how to work out every morning. We can eat healthier. And those will have an impact on our mindset, how we create pleasure, how we experience pleasure, if we're doing all those pieces together. So there's no one right way, but I like to start with the mindset because that is the most foundational piece for, that underpins all of the rest of our experience, how we are thinking, creating how we are feeling. And when we feel a certain way, we take actions differently. It like fuels us. It's the subtext that fuels our actions and all of that doing, we might be able to do less with less resistance and with more intention and create different results. So how's this landing for you all? Does that, you know, I just want to check in here. How does that resonate with you all? And like really creating that future pleasured woman, what is she thinking? What is she feeling? How is she going about her day? Right, you know, without these kind of bombarding self-doubt, self-deprecating thoughts. Oh, I'm just gonna think, where am I now? What are some of the thoughts that I have? And like, where am I going? What are the thoughts that I want to create more of? So let's take, for instance, just your stomach, your tummy, your abdomen, your belly, whatever you kind of identify as that middle part of the front part of your torso that might wrap around. There's some love handles there, or there's some cellulite, there's some stretch marks. You might think, okay, my goal is to lose 10 pounds this season. Over the next three months, I'm going to lose 10 pounds and I'm going to have a flat stomach to be healthier. And maybe underneath that thought is like, I kind of want to just like look better and feel more confident in a bathing suit come summertime. So awesome. Great. You can kind of decide, like I can do that thought work and love my body right now and find the pleasure in my body right now and make this journey a little bit less resistant, like less fighting myself. Like I hate you. You need to change. You're ruining my life. And just notice like that doesn't necessarily help you lose weight or help you eat healthier or help. It's like this white knuckling way to change your body. That's like hateful. And all the thoughts that might come up with it. Like, I just think it's like embarrassing and I feel like I have to cover it up. It's, I don't want to have the light on if we're having sex because I hate my stomach. And so therefore I need to change my stomach in order to feel better. It's an option. It sometimes works, but I will offer that that thought, flat stomachs are better. I don't like stretch marks, like soft, squishy skin is unattractive as I'm like poking my stomach right now. 
<laughs> you've had thoughts, right? And the, even if your stomach looks different, you still have those same thoughts because they're beliefs that you have in your head. So when you think of that mindset shift is like, what, what would my future pleasured woman be thinking about her stomach? feeling pleasure in her stomach, like surrounding, touching, feeling, experiencing pleasure. And maybe it doesn't look that much different. It's possible my pleasured self like can experience pleasure just by like doing this like sort of ticky ticky, like I call it kind of like this soft tickle touch. I do this with my kids, helps them go to sleep. It's just like kind of grazing the skin softer than a tickle. Like not quite as hard as a scratch, maybe not as like light as a tickle, you know, it's just like stroking that feels pleasurable. And it's like, Ooh, I like that feeling. My stomach feels good doing that. My stomach feels good with like the right amount of food in it. I'm not overstuffed. I'm not starving. My stomach feels good when I'm not eating certain foods. Like it's almost like an internal pleasure and experience in my body that is not so based on like what the outside world, what my thoughts, like looking at my stomach from the outside in may be. So right now examining those thoughts that I hate my stomach, it's full of stretch marks and like kind of poking in a like a uh, gross way and being like, okay, that, that line of thought makes me feel disgust. And when I'm feeling disgusted, I just want to cover up, hide, wear baggier clothes, um, eat whatever. I honestly just kind of, I'm like, I'm not going to think about this because that makes me feel gross. Um, and if I do try and cut things out, it comes from like a, I feel gross. I need to, I'm a bad person kind of place. And it just doesn't, it's not sustainable. So this future version of myself where I feel love my stomach. I love the way it feels. I love the way it feels to my touch. I love when someone else touches it. When Jeremy's touching my stomach, I love when my kids are touching my stomach. It's like one of my favorite parts. And I love the way it looks. I love the way I dress it. I love the way I style my stomach and I love the shape of it. Each of the shapes like maybe that it's almost like an ambiguous shape a little bit. Like the shape is flatter, but it's less bloated. It's more um, like this feminine shape. To me, it's not necessarily flat, but it's maybe flatter than it is now. So I think about what is she thinking that helps her feel love and compassion and pleasure and sexiness regarding her stomach. I love my stomach. I love how I feel. It feels good. This is part of my like feminine shape. And I start practicing those thoughts right now. So there is, some of those thoughts might not be believable because I'm not there yet. So I look at my mirror and I see kind of like the stretch marks and kind of this like sad donut belly button, <laughs> which is kind of a thought, but it kind of seems like it's the actual shape, right? And I just get to Play with the thoughts that my future pleasured self might think like, oh, what, what am I also seeing here? That like the, the feeling of that stretch mark is really soft. That's true. And I do feel like that and feeling it kind of feels pleasurable. 
So in this way, it's like your brain gets to gently step into pleasure where you're going and knowing that even if some of those thoughts don't really resonate now, and you've got this slew of doubt and self-deprecation that keeps popping up that you're like, oh yeah, that's just, those are sentences. That's just my brain. And these are little red flags. Am I willing to let these thoughts go? Am I willing to change my habits to change? You know, like for me, it was like, am I willing to get up in the morning? Cause I want to spend time moving my body. Cause I know I feel pleasure moving this like future pleasured self just cherishes movement because it helps stretch and like rotate and breathe into her body that feels so good. And that takes the discomfort of maybe getting up early. It requires me to do that thought work to become more of a morning person, perhaps what I've been experimenting with to create that alone time for myself, because working out with small children <laughs> requires a little more like of a wrestling match that may or may not happen if you are also wanting to be present with your kids. So it almost, it's like, there's a courage that's involved in like, can I trust my future version of myself to like make the discomfort right now worth it? You can just ask yourself those questions. Like, am I willing to do those hard things? Am I willing to go through the like muck of my brain and the muck of changing habits? Because the pleasure on the other side, being this pleasured woman is actually so enticing. And I'm so excited to like become more of that woman that feels fiery, ignited, that trusts herself to show up for her own goals, whether it's a financial goal, a physical goal, a romantic goal. I'm willing to go through the fire of discomfort right now to create a more vibrant woman in the future. And she's there guiding me this whole way. So let me know your thoughts on that, where your mind is right now about your body goals and like physical stuff happening and pleasure and sex and where you want to go, what you want to create, because the next episode we're going to, um, the next um, part of this series is we're going to explore how to create that pleasure right now. And then the third part is how to really um, cultivate your surroundings. So it is kind of getting out there and changing the world around you in order to support your mindset growth, in order to support your pleasure growth, um, which sometimes we start with like the outside world because the brain is, is just slow to change in some ways. And that's okay too. All right, everyone, my lovies, my electric ladies, you're amazing. And I will be back here for the next part in the series. All right. I love you all. Talk to y'all soon. Hey, I'd love to hear from you and know what pleasure topics you want to hear more about. Also, you're invited to come join my free Facebook group and erotic book club, the Electric Ladies Lounge. If you're curious about one-on-one -on -one coaching, book a consultation and see how pleasure coaching can transform your life.